A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Hi, Dan. Hi. Hey, I, I want to talk about something. Um, I started looking at Twitter. I, I've never paid attention to Twitter. I never really understood the point the of tweeting. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing seemed kind of out there to me. And then, you know, this whole election thing happened. And it's happening. It just seems to be the <laughs> eternal, it's not over. eternal election. But anyway, I, I started to realize, oh, I can get you know, some specific news via Twitter, you know, that, that I wasn't getting on Facebook. I was getting lots of everybody's favorite meals and stuff like that on Facebook mixed in with a few little newsy items. Right. You're looking for just news. I was looking for just news and I've had a lot of fun, but I had something that I think you will find interesting. It's a little concerning to me. Okay. It's a little creepy. Oh boy! Yeah. So I'm messing around with Twitter, and I find in you know some of the the settings parts of it. And trust me, everybody listening, this is worth listening to when I get there. And I'm I'm scrolling around, and I find this thing that says download your archive. And I thought, what is my archive? So I I click the little question icon. You know? Yeah, right. Tell what me more this about mean? this. And it says, click this button, and Twitter will tell you send you a file in a day or so about all the information they're gathering on you. Oh, boy. Oh, good. <laughs> Let's look into that. Oh, boy. So anyway, I clicked that, and I forgot that I had done that. A day later, I get an email. Your it Twitter took a download. day to compile yes, all this information. Compile it. I've only been on for a week right? at okay. this point. Um, what's really interesting is, do you know, it, so it's got all these different things that I, I apparently care about, and oh. I, I don't really understand how they've gathered this all. Do you actually care about it, or is it... Yes. Oh, really? They're really accurate. Oh, boy. You know, so The Mandalorian, the Disney show, and this and that. And maybe I had liked somebody who's on the show, you know, and I was following them on Twitter. You did that? I did. Okay. So I I discounted all of that, because the very first item on the list was hashtag Happy Saturday. Wow. And I have never in my life Googled Happy Saturday. I have never, but I say it all the time. And you and I had a big conversation about that last week. I started the show right after I got on Twitter. I started the show with Happy Saturday. Yeah. I think my phone is is listening listening to to you. Oh, and reporting it all to Twitter. Yes. You're being I don't know if I'm crazy. But well, I don't that's know. always a possibility, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why Happy Saturday would be the very wow. first thing on my Twitter. I'm not going towards Twitter. Yeah, I know. I'm scared. It now I cover the microphone if I'm saying something important. <laughs> anyway, oh. I'll dig into that. If I ever figure out more, I'll... Yeah, let I me know. know. I'm just going to stay away for now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's my little quick blurb for the day. Today on the show, we've got a, a number of different things. We've got, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about our contest yeah right our holiday contest yeah we've got a big christmas giveaway and we do that we've done that the last two years this is our third one it's just as cool if not cooler than previous years of course you're going to want to check that out we're going to tell you everything you need to know coming up at the end of the show i've also got two segments that i recorded a while back okay and we're going to air those and it's just me speaking with Haley johnson from benjamin moore about the importance of decorating our homes for christmas 
this this year especially. Yeah, right. If you're not a big okay. Christmas decorator, this is the year to get into it. Right. And we'll, what we'll else talk, are you going to do? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. That's coming up. But right now, you wanted to talk about, again, we're, we're kind of right on the cusp. Last week, we talked about vehicle storage. We're always a little behind, maybe. We're, we're working towards getting ahead. <laughs> but this right. time, you, you had yeah. a real interesting... Yeah, what I did last weekend. Yeah. Um, planted some tulip bulbs. And um, it was not, I thought it was going well, but it really didn't go that great. Okay. So anyway, I have a special little tool that I use to, it's a a big drill bit. Okay. That I use to to, drill holes in the ground. It makes it go a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Um, I planted about 200 tulips. And within 15 minutes of being done and walking in the house, look out the window, And there are squirrels digging up the tulips. Hey, guys. Party over here. (laughs) Within a day. Really? They were all dug up. Uh, 200 of them. them, All of them? Yes. Every single one. And I would look in the branches of the tree, and there's a a squirrel there with a big tulip bulb in its mouth. And they're eating them. Yeah, and they're, and they're, they're glaring at me. You know, like... <laughs> do they do their little chatter thing, their little bark thing? Yeah, well, they can't do that, I think, when their mouth oh. is full. But <laughs> So how do you fix that? And well, you, you have an interesting and kind of gross solution. <laughs> right. So um, there's multiple solutions. One is... Uh, bar- okay, first thing, first thing mm-hmm. is... Don't let the squirrels watch you planting the bulbs because <laughs> yeah. I think that was my first mistake. You need to have somebody they distract them. They were watching. Them. They were looking. Yeah, maybe you get one of those um, things that the utility workers have, those tents that you can oh. put over. The, Guys, something's st- going on under that tent. <laughs> right. Could so that's food? number one. Maybe do it at night. Okay. The cover. So of night. make sure that the squirrels aren't watching because they were totally just waiting for the buffet <laughs> to open. And so uh, first thing. That's first thing. After that, it becomes um, how to. Uh, prevent them from getting at the bulbs. Uh, a lot of people suggested to me use chicken wire. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ugly. Can I got to look at that chicken wire. Um, Maybe you could paint it. Festive yeah, color. That, that seems Probably like a lot not. of work. A lot of work. Um, there's a product out there designed specifically for this, and it's called Plant Skid. And what it is, this is the gross part that you're referring to. Mm-hmm. It's dried up blood, animal blood, animal blood, uh, pig or cow blood. Yeah. Yes. And um, they don't like the smell of that. You know, it smells like death to Do them. Do we smell it? I no, I don't think so. Okay, I mean, it doesn't have a, a strong you, odor. You haven't noticed it, right? But the animals um, do. Yep, it comes in either a liquid form that you spray on the bulbs before you plant them. You know, okay. spray it on there, let it dry, plant them. Yep. Or there's a granules that you put over the ground after you've planted them. So even if you've got your tulip bulbs already planted this still year, still buy these granules. Yep, spray them over the ground and hope for the best. All right. So what's it called again? Plant skid. Yes, plant skid animal repellent. Animal repellent does things like you know everything from deer and moose down to voles and mice. Yeah. So if you're struggling with moose, <laughs> it will even work for that. Moose or mice. Yeah. We'll put we'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out now. We're going to take a break. Okay. And when we come back, I'm going to play that old interview about Christmas decorating. It's never aired before. It's really good. And it's coming up next. And then make sure you stay attached to the radio because at the end of the show, we're going to tell you how you can get entered into our great big Christmas contest giveaway. And all of that is coming up in just a little bit. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and I am in the studio with Haley Johnson, 
I can't remember your title. I covered my notes. Hardware development representative from Benjamin Moore. You cover the whole state. The whole right? state, yeah. I do a lot of driving. A lot of driving. So <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing it's a pretty state. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, you get to you get to see a lot of it from the front seat of your car. Yeah. You don't have a chauffeur, right? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I like that. Will you propose that for me? Yeah. That I'll, we all just get chauffeured around Moore. states. <laughs> it should just be chauffeured around the Benjamin Moore people. Right. But anyway, I'm just rambling. Because I do fill the void when there is one. And you mentioned, I was talking about that before we went, we went on air. Yeah. And you had a very specific term. Fear of vacui. It is the fear of empty space. The fear of empty space. You yeah. diagnosed me like that right that well i love that idea like the fear of empty space because i why do you love that idea it's pretty hard to live in that spot yeah let me tell you i think i like to reduce though like i so you like empty space yeah so when i'm filling it with constant chatter that's not what you're looking for you would (laughs) prefer the silence just a little bit right not if you're uncomfortable though yeah, because then it's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's only fun if everyone likes the empty if space. Everybody likes the empty space. Yeah, sometimes I do, but anyway, I fill the void a lot. Betsy, who used to co-host the show with me, she said I had verbal vomit. I think was her. That's face. accurate too. <laughs> That's what I do. Anyway, we're here and we're going to talk about Christmas decorating because. This year, of all years, it's probably very important to do that. You know, everybody's deciding what they're going to be doing for the holidays, and a lot of folks aren't going to be celebrating them the same way as they normally have. Yeah, it doesn't feel as festive overall because you don't have all these family gatherings you're planning on doing, and it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving or Christmas is about to happen anymore, especially like... I've heard, at least, that we're not going to have as much snow this year. Oh, we've heard that, too, already? Yeah, so I don't think Christmas is going to feel all that Christmassy. 2020. Did you see the, the New York tree? You I know, haven't. They have the big tree in New York. Yeah, I haven't Christmas seen tree. it this year. Did they put it up already? I think so. I'm still trying to determine if this is a true photograph. Okay. If it is, and I think it is, the, the, the Christmas tree in New York this year is definitely on brand for 2020. Oh, no. It's like oh no, misshapen, and everybody's talking about it, how hideous it is. <laughs> the poor tree. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll really, you know, it'll be the Charlie Brown thing where yeah, exactly. a few ornaments will just make it pop. I don't know. <laughs> 2020, let's get done with it. But back to this topic, to decorating for Christmas this this year, for sure, is is definitely something that's important. And I bounced this idea off of you. And you came back with a couple of different ways to look at it. And I thought it was really interesting. You wanted to focus on bringing the outside in. Yes, definitely. And then some paint projects. So we're going we're gonna to just split this up. We know that this segment's going to be just focused on bringing the outside in. Yep. And what are you really getting at with that? Well, I think one, focusing on projects that you can do at home is really a good thing Mm -hmm. right now. Going outside, getting out of the house in ways that you can, right? (laughs) Um, Maybe we can't go places, but we can at least go outside, go to the park, gather some materials to do these fun projects and help decorate for the holidays. But also I think bringing in those natural elements is really appealing from a design standpoint too. all of the textures and colors that you can work with. So I think overall it just... We'll make a cozy holiday. All right. So let's talk about a few of those projects. And the first one you had down was wreath making. And you a did classic. something with your mom, mm-hmm. I think it was, 
for Thanksgiving, right? You yep. didn't so... gather for food, but you did this really interesting. <laughs> right. Normally, the day after Thanksgiving, we have cookie day. So we like go in the kitchen, cousins come over, grandparents are there, and we bake cookies, decorate them for Christmas. Oh, really? That's always been our tradition. But this year, because the grandparents were feeling a little bit nervous, my mom is kind of an immune-sensitive person as well, so we decided to do something outside, and Mm -hmm. that would be wreath making. So we just opened up the garage door, put some big card tables out there, um, had some heaters running, and had it all set up so we had these wreath-making stations where we could be spread out from each other but still be doing something festive. And then I get a bunch of wreaths to take home. Yeah. So talk about that because that was one of your ideas is just putting these wreaths together. What kind of things do we need? What kind of things could we... So the first like, thing you, you need... you said we could go to parks to get this stuff. Yeah. Can we? I Maybe. Maybe, maybe <laughs> just under the cover of darkness. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not supposed to do that. I did it. Um, oh, wow. So anybody <laughs> looking for Haley, <laughs> the park. The ranger? No, yeah, the or park the, rangers yeah. might be looking for you. Well, but you can pick stuff up off the ground. I mean, we're not yeah. necessarily yeah, talking it was about cutting down already. living things. Right. But you can do that around your home. Yeah. So cutting down greens or and even stuff like, like that. I assume you got need some those things. Friendly neighbors, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the first thing you need is a frame, essentially, to put the Mm -hmm. wreath materials onto. So there's a couple different ways you can do this. I think the fanciest way that looks the nicest is if you use a natural grapevine. Uh, Another thing that you can use, especially if you're using like fake plants, would just be one of the foam rings that you can Mm -hmm. buy that are a green color. And then you're just really simply pushing the ends into the foam and it is pretty easy that way. Uh, The other thing is like the wire frames... And I think those are probably the easiest to find sometimes. Um, Even hardware stores typically carry those. But then you just need floral wire. So it's the green wire. It's really thin, flexible. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to essentially tie your branches branches and and decoration onto the form. So there's that. I like that. The whole wreath making thing. That's kind of fun. And that could be a a kid thing. Yeah, absolutely. I saw something cool that was... I've got two lights on the side of the house, like a sconce, like sconces. That's the plural, right? Sconces. What, sure. what is the plural? I, I'm not going to pretend to know the answer. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> At least that. So we're going to go with sconces. Yeah. Anyway, I've got multiples. And I saw this thing where you get basically the foam block, you know, that foam, okay. floral foam. Yeah. And then you get a wire hanger and you bend the hanger all around and kind of, you know, so you can put the... You've got the hook hanging up above that foam block. Okay. Okay. And then you uh, like uh, zip tie sure. the hanger to that block. Okay. All right. So that's why you do the bending on the back of the hanger, you know, to make it right. kind of take form... the shape of that block. And then you stuff it with all kinds of greens oh, and sure. whatnot. And then you hang it from your Oh, cute. Sconces. Yes. Yeah. Cute. Cool. I prefer cool. It was cool. Very cool. Very cool. So that was something. I'll put a picture of those things in the show notes. It's, it was sim- simple to do. Right. It looks simple to do. I haven't done it. And it can be fun too, right? It doesn't have to be like the serious thing. Like I'm going to make the perfect wreath. Like there's now, so many different ways to yeah. Yeah, you approach say that. those things. I just want to know. Do you say that because you assume I couldn't make the perfect wreath? Of course not. You do! But I think that a lot of people are intimidated by yeah, okay, like craft there. projects sometimes. Yes. Let's, let's because they're way. not an artiste. Right. But 
really, I mean, anyone can do this. It could look like anything. You could put a bunch of cotton balls on it and call it snow and, you know, pin in some little Christmas trees or something. The point I mean, is to have fun exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah. So even if you're not the craftiest of all people, it's still something you can do. Right. What's another thing? Yeah. So I didn't realize that you could do this, but I think it's appropriate for 2020 because everyone was doing like their victory gardens over the summer and spring. And now coming into winter, it's actually the perfect time to start rooting uh, tree branches. So you can take clippings Mm -hmm. from pine trees. Uh, Ideally, it would be a younger tree and they could be, you know, various size of branches. But I think most people are going to go for smaller ones to put in the house. Mm -hmm. So you get these clippings, you get some jars or vases that you like, fill them halfway with water, put in the branch so that the stick is in the water. And then over the coming weeks, it'll start to root. So you've got a Christmas tree, essentially. It literally starts to root. Right. And you can take that and plant it later. Mm-hmm. And it will grow into another Christmas tree. Exactly. Or another tree. Yeah, it's called cloning. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't know that. That was kind of... I had no idea until this year, but does I it, love does it. Does it need to be a certain size jar? Um, I think like mason jar size. I guess that comes in a lot of different sizes. But it should be appropriate for the size of the branch you okay. pick. But so that's could a cool be thing for small. a mantle or something like that. Right. I love the way it looks. It's really simple. And you could have a lot of fun. Even... You know, you could get the cheap glass from the Dollar Tree, but if you go to some place like Goodwill or you stop by a garage sale, there's always those like funky old vintage vases, right? With mm-hmm. like the forms and the molds that they were put into are just kind of different. And if it's all clear glass with water and these green little sprigs sticking up out of it, it's just a nice, simple, elegant way to decorate. And then you've essentially got dozens of Christmas trees in your house. That's very fun. I like that. You get an A for that one. (laughs) One other one in the last little bit that we've got that you want to talk about. You pick. So I really like, and this was something that my mom wanted to do last year, but she didn't get around to, but it's making like a Christmas terrarium, essentially. So again, finding, I think ideally this time, a round globe vase, Mm -hmm. um, getting either some Epsom salt or like some cotton to use as snow. And then you can either take it like the snow globe direction, get some miniatures and create little scenes in there, or you could go very natural and just fill it with essentially like a winter arrangement. But I think those make really pretty centerpieces. And that's a fun thing to do with kids too, especially if you're going like the snow globe direction. Yeah, I agree. I think that's all really cool. But we've hit the end of this segment. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some paint projects. Because that's what everybody wants to do for the holidays. Paint. Yeah. But it's not (laughs) as crazy as it may sound. No, it's not. We'll make the case in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And here we are once again. We just finished talking about some ways to decorate for the holidays for Christmas by bringing the outdoors in. And now we're going to talk about everybody's favorite getting ready for the holidays project and that's painting yeah right painting yeah who doesn't love painting everybody loves it especially (laughs) around the holidays yeah you know i always feel bad because i feel obligated in a sense to talk about it once we start to hit thanksgiving you know it's 
you better get get the house painted for the guests coming. Well, of course, that, well, thanks 2020. Gonna, yeah. Who knows what's happening with that? But, but just always, for you, I mean, it's nice. But right. And I always feel bad because people are so busy. Yeah. You know, the holidays are busy as it is. So really, how many people tackle a paint project? Well, this year might be the year. And exactly. it doesn't need to be a great, big, gigantic, extreme paint project right. either, right? There's, yeah. There's other things we can there's do. There's plenty of overlooked spaces, I think, or surfaces that are in the house that are small projects but could make a really big impact or just help add, you know, another festive touch. Or maybe it's even just painting something neutral so that the things that you brought in that were festive don't clash or get camouflaged because you've already got a green on the wall, right? Right, right. So, so let's talk about some of those projects. Where where might you look around your house to find some small areas where you're not doing huge overhauls at this point in the year, but yeah. little touches? And I think painting, too, can be for the person that maybe doesn't love to decorate with a bunch of knickknacks either. Like maybe to some people that just sounds like a bunch of clutter. Mm-hmm. But there's all these services that you can still help create that ambiance, sure. <laughs> right? So one of those, I think, is just painting the inside of the front door. Okay. Very simple. That's a very small surface. You need less than a quarter paint for that. And it how, can make a big impact, how right? How often do you see people paint the inside of a door Usually, a different color? Usually they're going to paint it either the front door color that's on the outside or they're just going to paint it the trim color that's on the inside, right. right? So a lot of times they're already a two-tone, but why not have fun with that surface, right? It doesn't. There's no rules there. Right. There's well, just... and I think one of the things that happens is we generally paint it the same color as the trim. Mm-hmm. And so we get that in our head. Right. That it's got to be the same color as the trim. But it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Not at all. So just that one door can make a big difference. The thing I like about that is if you bring in you know, a new color there, it gives you so much to work with. Right. You know, that you've got this whole new color to work with. In everything that you, you know, for that yeah, entryway, Yeah, it becomes your accent color. Right. And now you're creating rhythm throughout the space by repeating this color in really small ways. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea. I think other services could just be like the kitchen island. Maybe that's the one accent color in the room is painting the kitchen island something different. And these don't have to be strictly Christmas colors, right? So I don't have to paint them striped like <laughs> red <laughs> right. and white or something like that. But These even, can be colors that last all year long. Yeah, exactly. Any of the greens that I think about are really popular colors right now, whether we're talking about Christmas or not. And there's a lot of different directions you can go with the green, too. Are we talking about kind of our true foresty pine green? Are we talking about more of like a silvery gray green? Those are really popular in vogue right now. Mm -hmm. And then we've got like our mid-century greens. Maybe we go a different direction. Mid-century greens. Yeah. like those. Describe color over the radio for folks. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, okay, so this one's called Wasabi. It's a Benjamin Moore color in the Affinity Collection. And it's one of those, maybe that some people would call like an avocado green. Um, Some people that don't love this color would go more towards like the baby poop. (laughs) It's really Christmassy. But I honestly love these kinds of greens. People know what I'm talking about. For this color, people know what I'm talking about. Either you're gonna love this. I love this, but some people hate these greens, and so. That's fine. I know what it looks like to you. But (laughs) to me, it looks like this nice vintage, like, 70s kind of green. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're 
one of the freaks like me that likes those greens, then <laughs> well, this is the color for you, wasabi. But but your bigger point was that you don't have to just use the typical green that we right. would think so about. We're not talking about like Crayola Christmas green. Right. There's lots of different ways to go with the green, exactly. and it will still play into any Christmas decorating that you do. Right. But the bigger picture is that it's going to be great all year round. Exactly. You could even go with like a minty green. Mm-hmm. Mint green's like my favorite color. I would love to have an excuse to put that on a door. So I think Christmas is really, or the holidays in general, is just an excuse to paint maybe that we're looking to do for a year-round project. Right. But yeah. this is just a nice time. We're at uh, home already. Might as well have a project. And might it as just well. reinforces the festive look. And the other thing, like we started to say, is that adding a new color in, a, in, a, in an unusual or unexpected place mm-hmm. can almost reinvigorate yeah. any decorating it gets you re-inspired. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gets you going again. So doors, there's one place. Yep. Where else are some small spaces that you could tackle? I love the idea of just painting the banister. Okay. Like that's already a place that if you've got an exposed stairwell that you're probably going to be hanging garland maybe, or if you're not into garland, maybe this is for you then. If you're just looking at freshening up that entryway space painting the banister a different color is a great opportunity i think and that's kind of overlooked a lot right there's a number i should have mentioned too on the front doors if you wanted to do something on the front doors any number of paints we'll walk you through the project you know but the finish paint like you said it's probably just it's a quart of paint that's all you're gonna need and you won't use the whole thing uh repco light makes hallmark that would work fine benjamin moore's regal Aura, depending on the color that you might choose. Advance is my favorite, though. Advance is really good for the inside of that door. Yes. And technically, the high gloss can go inside or outside. But yeah, Advance is the easiest to work with. It just flows out like a dream. It'll look like you sprayed the door. You do not have to be a professional painter to not have brush marks with that paint. No, Advance is a modified alkyd. We've talked about it a lot on the show, one of our favorite products. Perfect for that area. Yep. Bannister. Kitchen Island, Bannister, same, all those would be the same. Yep. Yeah. And we'll walk you through any prep steps and things like that because prep is key to making everything work. Yes, it is. We're not going to get into that on this. So the banisters, <laughs> the doors, what else? I mean, I was thinking, you know, Betsy and I, a couple of months ago or maybe a month ago, we talked about a fireplace. Yeah. Painting a fireplace. You know, I've got this 80s brick. You know, it just makes that whole room dark. Absolutely. So much of it. And it's not a big project. It's not tons and tons of work. Mm-hmm. But it makes such a difference. Huge difference. And that would be fun, especially if you're starting, you know, absolutely be decorating the mantle and stuff yeah. like that. Why not make it a perfect backdrop? Yeah, what a great backdrop. And it'll be great all year round. Exactly. So that's another one. What else? Let's see. We talked about doors and not even just the front door, but even bedroom doors. I kind of picture like one of those classic colonial homes where mm-hmm. it has all the bedrooms on the second floor and you've got the row of doors. Okay. Yeah. Like I, all the same color. They could be or they could not be. I mean, you really? could do. You, could, you think you could do pull I it off if, with different colors. If you did it right, you could do like an ombre effect with the doors. All right. Mm-hmm. So like starting at the top of the color chip and then working your way down and just doing like really simple tints and shades. Has to be the right space, but has to be the right space. you can get that's, creative. And, and all you know, that's the thing. It's, it's a matter of looking around your home and your space and seeing what you've got to work with. I had at my previous house just a very simple, plain wooden stairway. No fancy banister or anything. Yeah. Open the door and there's the stairway up. But it's wood steps, wood risers, the risers. Yes. We painted those 
a different color. And that was just a fun way to bring in absolutely a new color. So you might have a space like that. You know, we always talked about the backs of bookshelves and bookcases. I think that's and a perfect like that. one too. I think something that's really fun. And I've got to go around and see if I can find exactly what I'm looking for. But I guess the broader way to look at it is, you know, some mission store, thrift store furniture piece Mm -hmm. that you paint an unusual color. You know, that can be really fun. Yeah. I've seen a desk at at some place that I went through where they had taken a desk and it was a, a very basic setting, you know, a very traditional setting. But the desk was this turquoise blue. It was so unusual, and it just set the tone for the whole right. room. You know, they could bring that blue around or exactly. you know, versions of that blue in smaller Becomes areas. an accent color. Yeah, but what a unique piece that if it had been a normal color, you know, what you would have expected to see, yeah. it would have faded away. Right. But as that desk, what I want to find, though, are like, I've got an old violin. Okay. But it's too nice to do anything to. Right. It, it looks good just as it is. But I'd love to find a couple that maybe aren't in working order, mm-hmm. but paint those some kind of crazy color. Yeah. I think that could be really fun. A small project. Right. Those found object ideas are so fun to me. I really love that. Because you're recycling things, right? You're bringing in something that is kind of left by the wayside otherwise mm-hmm. and kind of creating a new life for it. One really cool thing that Benjamin Moore offers and we offer at all of our stores are sample pints where you can get high-end paint. Mm-hmm. And you can get, you know, the idea is that you can test out colors before you actually buy a gallon or a quart of paint. But you can also use these for small projects. You can get any Benjamin Moore color, get a pint of it, and you've got just enough to tackle some of these little things. (laughs) Right. Anyway, anything else? We probably have a minute or so if we want. I think trim. All right. Let's I want talk to talk about, about trim because for now you got a, a long bunch of people time. who just heard you say trim and tie that in with a small project. That could be a big project, though, couldn't it? I guess right now, I think for most of us, we think of trim as being the same color throughout the house, and it should be white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not necessarily true. I would challenge you to you know go on Pinterest, scroll around a little bit, because really, it's an opportunity in every space could have a different trim color if you really unify each space so that it goes with the colors that you're working with. It doesn't have to be white, right? It's actually a really great opportunity to repeat some of those accent colors or to create an accent color in a space, especially if you have the architecture to support it too, right? If you have nice crown molding, if you have some whiter baseboards, painting the trim looks great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really doesn't have to be your typical white. And then you're kind of flipping it, right? If you're a person that loves to bring in color to your space, maybe you should really have neutral colored walls then. So why not make the trim the color in the room? You've got to have good breaking points mm-hmm. where you can start and stop. What kind of colors would you go to? I mean, is anything on the table or are there limits? I mean, I guess I see the same limits as the limits I see for a wall color. I'm not going to go with anything that would come in a Crayola pack. Um, <laughs> we're not going to look at the most saturated version of a color for anything, hopefully. It's really hard on the eye. It reflects back at us really quickly. It should be something that's got some depth to it, that's mm-hmm. a little bit more muted, a color that almost acts as a neutral still because it's toned down with some gray. All right. We'll put some samples. Could you pick some samples and I can put them in the show notes yeah. for people to check out at home? So one, it's kind of like a silvery green gray, uh, rushing river, 
and that's a little bit darker. I think that that could look really pretty, or anything in that family really would be awesome. Some of the mintier greens that I like um, for that scenario would be like the Hancock green, but you could even go with just a simple navy on the trim in some areas. You know, it has to be a space that can handle that amount of drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but something like hail navy is always classic. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that Christmas colors necessarily have to be just red or green like we were saying either. This blue could work in perfectly if you're working with more of like the winter snowflake kind of theme. So you're still working with themes that you're already bringing into the house right now. It's just another excuse to create a project. Well, it's a really cool idea. You know, painting the trim a different color. We, you know, like you said, we, we always default to white. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't need to be no. that rule, just like ceilings. Exactly. Ceilings don't need to be... It's the fifth wall. White, right, exactly. There's yeah. so many things we could talk about. That's really all the time we've got. Haley, we will put all those colors that you talked about in the show notes. People can check them out. Thanks so much for hanging out and going over this stuff with us. Yeah, thank you. All right, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, it's what everybody's really been waiting for. We're going to launch our Christmas contest for the year. That's all coming up just ahead. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Dan, it's time to launch our Christmas contest. We've done this for three years. This will be the third year. The Repco Light Home Improvement Show Christmas Contest. And it's been big fun every year for yeah. somebody. And then there's a bunch of people that it's maybe a little less fun. The game is fun until the winner's announced and it's not. The winner has fun. The winner has a boatload of fun. Everybody else has some fun. Everybody else has some fun along the way. But what we've got this year is we're going to kind of mimic what we did last year because it works so well. And it's going to be built along the idea of helping you create the ultimate game room. Awesome. In your home. Cool. Now, I don't know if your family, do you play games? Oh, yeah. A lot? Yeah. Scrabble is our game. Psychological games? <laughs> mind <laughs> Sit games. Sit around the table and play mind games? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Scrabble. Yeah, we like Scrabble. Yeah, we, we've done that before, but my daughter, my youngest daughter, Hannah, is extremely creative. Oh, with the words? <laughs> argumentative. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have a rule in our house that you have to know what the word means before you can play it. Okay. I can try that. She's always got... An explanation for what the word means. Well, you have to be able to look it up in the dictionary. That's where we've finally gone to. We've got to look it up. The problem is, we don't. I don't know that we've got a literal dictionary. Oh well. You know, so we go online and we've got to settle ahead of time on a, a reliable source to go to right. because really any word you can think up, it seems. Oh, it's available. Yeah, right. And not all of them have the best definitions. The safest right. family-friendly definition. <laughs> and so I hate the idea of us just Googling to find out. But anyway, Scrabble, that's your yeah, game. That's fine. We've got other games that we've dug into, and that's what we want to do. We're going to give away a bunch of those games All right. in, I think, next week. Jeff Rietveld from Out of the Box Games, Toys, and Puzzles in Zealand and Grand Rapids. They've got two locations. Jeff's going to be here, and that'll be his third time, you know, third year. He's been a part of this each time. Talking about games. Talking about games. He's going to give us the best games for Christmas presents this year. Awesome. And these are great games. This isn't just typically Monopoly or Payday or Sorry or some of these standard games or even Scrabble. These are 
just way out of the box. They're they're new, very unique, different. very fun games. And you don't have to be a gamey person. You know, my mom doesn't like games. She never has. I think because dad cheated <laughs> all the time. And then we cried. And so games were absolutely not, zero fun. Yeah, game night was not a good night What's at your house. What's wrong with your soul <laughs> if you will cheat 10-year-olds at Monopoly? I don't know. What if the 10-year-old is cheating? That's what's happened in our house. I, okay. We were never cheating, but dad would hide money. He was always the banker. <laughs> never let dad be the banker. Anyway, mom hated games, and yet we've brought some of these games that we found, and she's enjoyed them immensely. So very wide-ranging spectrum. Right. Exactly. So we're going to give away... Almost $500 worth of games, which is really cool. But we're also, because we talked about making this the ultimate game room. Right. What what game room would be complete without new paint on the walls? Right. A little bit of decorating. Right. So we're going to give away four gallons of Benjamin Moore or Repco Light paint. You get to pick okay. any color you want, any product you want. Sure. So Floor paint. We'll you work know. you through Yeah, whatever you need. Anything. To get that room exactly the way you want. And then a bunch of tools. Okay. You know, and some of these tools will be, you know, one-time use things like certain roller covers and things like that. And other tools will be you, lifelong tools if you take care of them. Yeah. And every time you use them, you'll think about yeah. that contest that, <laughs> that you contest won. That contest you won. And all those <laughs> other people that didn't quite measure up. Anyway, that's all coming up. The contest is going to start today. As okay. soon as this show ends, we'll pull the little proverbial trigger, and it will launch this contest to, well, not the world, to West Michigan. All right. And it will be on the RepcoLite website, you're it saying? It will be on the website. Actually, we'll have a link on the website to take you to the Facebook page. Okay. Because that's where we'll put this little contest. And everybody who's listened in the past couple of years and played along, they know what it's going to look like. It's just a kind of a raffle form with a bunch of different ways to enter. But the big fun is that we're going to give away five free entries every week to people who can accurately reproduce the password that we give at the end of the next three broadcasts. Okay. So we've decided we're going to give out reindeer names. Reindeer names will be the answers to the question. Exactly. So we will give you a name. Then you need to go find the Facebook page, find that little entry form, which will be right at the top of the page, do all the little entries. And make sure you find for November 28th or whatever week we're on the little box to type in the reindeer name. Okay. And you do that. All right. Now, that all sounds really easy, but nobody knows what the reindeer names are. That's right. But that's what we'll do at the end of each broadcast. We and will since let them know. we are reaching the end of this broadcast, we're going to give them away right now. Okay. We're going to let the name What out reindeer right name now. are we going to do? Uh, Comet. Comet is going to be the name. Now, that's funny because that's not what's on our notes. But you just <laughs> went off, off the reservation it was there. A top of mind thing. Yeah. Okay. So, Comet. <laughs> so, you need to go right now or throughout the week to the Repcolite Facebook page, find the raffle for the November 8 entry, enter Comet. Yeah. Don't fill out the other ones yet because you don't know what they are unless you're right. clairvoyant. But you get one shot at this. If you get it right, it's going to be five free entries into the contest. Anyway. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good stuff. We're going to explain more about it next week, but that's all the time we've got. Cool. And before I wrap everything up and sign off for the week, I do want to remind everybody that the RepcoLite and Port City Paint stores everywhere, all of them, are closed this Saturday yet. We're going to be reopening next week, but we're still struggling with some staffing issues right now and decided that's the best way we can go is to close the stores for the Saturday. So... Anyway, next week, Saturday, December 5, all the RepcoLite and Port City paint stores are back open on Saturday, but this week, we're closed. Now, whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Dan Altina. Thanks for listening. 